Hey there, it's Therapist Tierra. Y'all, it's been a while. Come on in for some therapy. <laughs> okay, have you ever been in a relationship with somebody who acts like you owe them something? How about, did this person make you feel guilty while putting you down for your genuine personality traits? You know, like being kind to others or even supporting family members. Better yet, have you ever been in a relationship with a person who love-bombed you? So much so that it was like a whirlwind. You just knew this person was the one. And then it ended not so great. Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then you may have experienced emotional abuse. You also may have been in a relationship with a person who displays narcissistic behavior. Y'all, let's take a little time in this session to unpack the two, emotional abuse and narcissism. Sometimes when I hear people say, oh, he's a narcissist. Oh, she's a narcissist. Sometimes I just want to say, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because listen, it's not cool to just declare something over somebody, especially without true understanding. How about especially without having a degree, licensed, experience, profession to do so? So what I'll tell you is let's spend a little time unpacking what narcissistic personality disorder actually is. Y'all, the Mayo Clinic says it's one of several types of personality disorders. It's a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep sense for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. But behind this mask of extreme confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to the slightest criticism. Y'all, a narcissistic personality disorder causes problems in so many areas. In relationships, school, financial affairs. People with narcissistic personality disorder may be generally unhappy and disappointed when they're not given the special favors or admiration they believe they deserve. They may find their relationships unfulfilling and others may not enjoy being around them, truthfully. Does that help you understand a little bit about narcissistic personality disorder? Oh, and just so you know, FYI, there is no magic pill that can help with a personality disorder. Nothing changes that because this is ingrained in the the fibers of who this person is. In this portion, we're going to talk a little bit about the good guy versus a narcissistic guy. Um, So before we get started, let me just let you know that it's not my heart to single out the guys because trust and believe, stay tuned. Right after this, we're going to talk a little bit about the ladies that exhibit those personality traits. Lisa A. Romano, she's a life coach and a best-selling author of Are You a Codependent? or victim of narcissistic abuse, provided insight on the topic and created a beautiful list of the differences between a good guy versus a narcissistic guy. She says, a good guy sets boundaries. He apologizes. They tell the truth. 
Good men honor themselves and their relationships. Good men work for what they want, okay? And they actually love you. Now, on the other hand, (laughs) narcissistic men, they gaslight. They blame shift. In other words, they blame another for their own wrongdoing. Narcissistic men lie. They're grandiose and self-serving. They play the victim and they love that you love them. Does that give you a little insight about the differences between the two, especially if you're on the singleness journey? Babe, babe, wake up, wake up. What? Huh? What's going on? Babe, you realize it took me like five times to get you up? You were shaking and you kept repeating the same phrase over and over again. Babe, it's nothing. Let's just go back to sleep. (laughs) I ain't gonna be doing this again. Now, this is the third time that I had to wake you up over the night. Your fists were clenched, you were shaking, and don't be telling me, oh, it's just a nightmare, or, you know, this ain't nothing major. (sighs) I think this is something to this. And babe, for real, I think you need to talk to someone. I'm good. I'm strong. I've got this. I told you that. It happened in the past and I'm over it. Now, I know you're trying to be that strong, independent woman. And you are strong, babe. You are definitely strong. But for a girl, this ain't the time. Obviously, you don't have it under control. And it's getting worse. I'm not talking to a therapist. I understand that, babe. And I'm not pressuring you to talk to a therapist. But what I would like you to do is get some level of support. And if you're okay, there's this book that I think would be really helpful. It's called I Need to Talk, But Not to a Therapist. How do you feel about that, baby? Well, I definitely don't want to sit in front of a therapist, but a book seems safe. Um, I guess I, I'm, I'm open to it. I'm open. All right, baby. Well, I'll definitely do that for you. Listeners, if you can relate to this story and would like to get more information, you can order your copy of I Need to Talk But Not to a Therapist today from Amazon. And please make sure to leave a review. The female narcissist is quite different from the male counterpart. She's toxic to be around and quite negative. You'll need to be a mind reader in order to satisfy her. And if you're not able to read her mind, she'll use manipulation tactics to get what she wants. You know, rather than telling her partner or friends that she's not feeling well or even how she's feeling, she uses tactics to make them feel what she feels. She does not know empathy or she doesn't show it. However, she requires those around her to empathize with her needs. If she does not receive empathy, she'll use shame and guilt as strategies to get what she wants. Let us not forget that she's also quite critical of people closest to her. She doesn't want to admit her wrongdoings. And she's also, or tends to be, a pathological liar, as well as preoccupied with spreading a false narrative about herself. And lastly, she's quite shallow. So for any guys that are on the singleness journey, there's no need to rush into any relationship or um, rush the love bomb experience. Um, Take your time and really observe. Not judge, not judge, not put down a certain class of ladies or anything like that. That's not what I'm talking about. 
Most importantly, men and women who are on the singleness journey, and I don't know why I'm talking to y'all, <laughs> but you showed up. So let me share this. Take a look in the mirror first before you start labeling anybody else. Look at yourself. Do a self-examination. Because I've found that there have been times that people project onto others. We're going to take the whole log out of our own eye before we start to point the fingers at others. This personality disorder hands out emotional abuse to those, at times, to those closest to them. You see, this behavior is seen with many faces. It don't matter the gender, nationality, socioeconomic status, or even the culture. It don't discriminate, y'all. It can look, it can come from the mouth of anybody is what I'm saying. It does, however, discriminate how it treats those that are within their immediate circle versus the co-workers, cashiers, receptionists. You get what I mean. In other words, they are as kind as pie to people who don't really know them. And at times, as mean as a junkyard dog to those that genuinely know and love them. If you're in a relationship with someone who's as mean as a junkyard dog or you just got out of a relationship with one, it's super important to get some support. I'm talking about clinical support. Sometimes it's just good to sit in front of somebody and get the confirmation. Yep, you were gaslit. Yep, you're absolutely right. That was not a healthy relationship for you, your children, and for some of y'all, for your grandchildren to observe. Hey there, it's Therapist Tierra, and if you enjoyed this podcast, you can find this one and more by searching for Therapist Tierra wherever you get your podcasts. If you're still not open to seeing a therapist, trust me, I get it. I've made it easy for you to get prepared to start or think about starting therapy. I'd like to encourage you to check out my book, which is available on Amazon. It's called I Need the Dog but not to a therapist. Yep, you got it. It's called I Need to Talk, but not to a therapist. I Need to Talk, but not to a therapist. Y'all, it's a user guide for people on the fence about starting therapy. I need you to know it's my heart, and I need you to remember that what's not addressed will create a mess along the generational line. Let's link arms and cleaning some stuff up that, you know, needs to be uprooted and new things that need to be planted. I look forward to seeing you in our next session. Bye.